Hello, brothers and sisters. Today is Sunday. It's the Sabbath day, and uh, it's September 20th. And I wanted, and I just felt compelled and just really impressed to do some bonus content here. So I appreciate you continuing to join me and uh, hope that you get the edification and that the Spirit can talk to you in a way that's you need to hear from Heavenly Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ, that will help you and your life with your challenges and trials and um, these refiner fire moments that we have that really stretch and pull us what we believe to be beyond our abilities and what we have to um, our abilities to bear and to endure. But what I'm finding is that when we turn to Heavenly Father and our Savior and we utilize the gospel in our lives and the teachings, the scriptures, the things that we read, it can help us. <coughs> Excuse me. Yesterday was um, a very difficult day for us. You know, I've talked before about my husband being mentally ill, but he's a highly functioning individual with mental illnesses that he has to endure. I haven't been able to get to my parents' home. Um, I haven't been able to see my father-in-law. They've got a lot of health issues and things going on, and I, I miss my family terribly. But because of the unique circumstances that we live with in our life, and the things that we have to be able to learn to live with and push forward the best that we can, you know, we don't ever do it gracefully. We don't ever do it perfectly. And it certainly isn't the most peaceful way, but we try so hard and I'm grateful for a prophet of the Lord that during this time and dispensation of living in these latter days when we're really preparing for the return of our Savior Jesus Christ is that tender mercies that he shows us and he gives to us. I just got done watching a video that was just put out by the church, um, I think actually a couple days ago. And it was this woman who is a perfectionist and she was talking about the power of prayer. She's been trying to have children and um, dealing with that particular challenge. And then she was told that her sister, who's 18 months younger than her, had passed away. And she became very angry, very angry. And she was mad. She was mad at God. And uh, I believe it was her husband who reminded her that um, God still wants to hear from her, even when she's angry. And she went on to say that she took his advice and she hit her knees and she prayed to Heavenly Father and she let it all out. From her heart, she let out all of her anger and frustrations and everything she was feeling and thinking. 
And she went on to mention that after doing this, that she felt this sense of peace and contentment. And what she learned from that was that Heavenly Father wants to hear from us no matter how we're feeling. And that He blesses us when we exercise our faith by hitting our knees and opening that door and speaking to Him because He is our Father. He's the Father of our spirits. And He wants to help, but we must act and open that door ourselves first. Because faith is always going to precede the miracle and blessing such as the way it is. So my husband, um, we're just in dire straits financially right now. Um, we've had a very difficult time meeting our tithing obligation and we're just struggling. Um, financial stress can just wreak havoc on a marriage. It can wreak havoc on your mind. It can just bring a lot of stress and anxiety and pressure into your life that's just it's just no fun and it's not enjoyable and so my husband yesterday just kind of had it and he just I call it he hit the button on his pressure he had to release some pressure and he's upset and he's angry when he was 22 his mom developed an aneurysm in her brain which burst and she lived an additional 15, 16 years in a home with only her long-term memory, her short-term. There was no short-term memory there. And they had to take out a third of her brain. I think it was in the frontal lobe. And he basically lost his mom, <clears throat> who he was so close to. She was his everything. He describes his mom as being you know, his best friend. And then um, I want to say back in 2016, his sister passed away from um, cancer, melanoma cancer. And now his dad is in this boarding care home and his life is just going on and on and on and he is suffering. And Judd's just, he has a hard time understanding sometimes. It's hard for him to always be faithful. And this is kind of what I've talked about before, is that this is not a linear experience. We're going to have our ups and downs and our hills and valleys. But what I've learned, even when we're in the pit of what I can often feel like is truly hell, is that all I have is my faith. I don't have anything else. That's all I've got. And I've had to learn to be very protective of my faith, um, to stand my ground and the ground that I have built with my faith. And even when my husband is, you know, having some faith challenges, it really pushes me to hold fast to my faith. There's no other choice. There's no other avenue to take other than to hold fast to my faith. And yesterday was a really rough day. 
when the mental illness takes over, I can sometimes feel like I literally am living in a Looney Tune land and I feel like I'm going crazy myself. So why am I sharing this? Why am I opening up about this? Well, first of all, because I felt spiritually impressed and inspired to do so. Whoever you guys are that are listening to this podcast, I mean, the spirit really talks to me and lets me know what to share. And I just hope that the spirit can talk to you and help you with whatever you're going through to edify and uplift you and help you to find the ways and the avenues and the things you need to do to navigate the hard in your life, the trials and challenges that inevitably will come because when we're born, we're our spirits are inserted into a body that is contrary to everything celestial. And we accepted this trial and challenge, the second estate. We were aware of what was going to happen, but you know, we don't remember those things. And that's why it's so important to have these leaders, our prophets and apostles that help remind us of this. And we have to remain steadfast. And that's why we have the Book of Mormon. I love the Bible. Make no mistake, I love the Bible. But I truly know and feel when I read the Book of Mormon, the Book of Mormon was given to us for our time, for these days that we're living. And it truly tells us what we should be doing. And it teaches us how to handle these circumstances that we continually find ourselves in. And I'm grateful to be able to lean upon God's Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. Um, I don't know what I would ever do without them. There's no way that I would ever have a semblance of peace or happiness in my life right now if I hadn't come back into the gospel. And uh, I probably would have been some bitter, old, angry woman. And I'm grateful for the teachings of Christ that remind us to be like the little children. So loving and faithful. And they don't need to know everything. They just feel it. And they're so loving and faithful. They're so kind and sweet and forgiving. And so lately I've been really focusing on to be like the little children, which can be really hard because my nature goes against that. I like to get down and dirty. I like to engage and I've really been working on that pretty much my whole life. So if there's anything that I could try to convey today is that I love this gospel and I know that this gospel comes directly from Jesus Christ, that this is his gospel and his church on earth, that he has provided for every possible choice or avenue that we choose or make. And as long as we stay faithful, we're going to make it through this and we're going to be fine. Um, It may not be fun, it may be painful, and I'm sure that we're going to experience a lot of sorrow and suffering, Um, but we're also going to have the opposite of that. We're going to have a lot of joy and happiness and peace and love 
we must have opposition in all things, and we're going to have both. But the key is to remain faithful and to stay focused on that straight and narrow path that's going to take us back home. And make no mistake, you want to go back home. And you want to return back to the celestial kingdom. You want to go and live once again with Heavenly Father, Heavenly Mother, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I have a very deep desire to meet the Holy Ghost when I pass and just thank Him and just show Him how grateful I am and express my love and gratitude to Him. So just hang in there. There's things going on in this world. Uh, We've got conference coming up, which is really exciting. I just love conference and to hear what they have to say, the guidance and the teachings and the edification that it's going to give us. Next Sunday, our area presidency has asked us to fast. You know, it is fast and testimony Sunday since the following weekend will be general conference and um, to fast for five specific things. And one of those is that people across our land can awaken to their savior jesus christ who he is and their place within this gospel um but if not necessarily the gospel of jesus christ just to awaken to jesus christ that uh, we can turn our hearts and look up that we can stay focused and that we can have a great awakening across our land this is what we need is a great awakening Let's be part of that great awakening. Let's be willing to speak up and stand out for the Lord and uh, talk to people that we encounter and just be a reflection of Christ and who he is, his kindness and love and his charity. I'm definitely working on that. I don't, it's really hard for me too. And uh, it's just something I try to focus on the best I can. And, um, you know, you're never going to have leaders or anybody who speaks out for the Savior and the truth of all things that are perfect. You're always going to be able to find fault with people who share their testimony and faith of Jesus Christ because nobody is perfect on this earth. And that definitely includes me. Sometimes I'm just absolutely amazed and in awe that I continue to do this podcast because I feel so unworthy. But I can't stop because I feel so compelled by the Spirit. So whatever you guys are needing, let me tell you, the Spirit is talking to me and telling me exactly what to do. And I just hope it helps. And I feel confidence from the Spirit that it helps. And uh, I appreciate the fact that I have this avenue to be able to do missionary work given my set of circumstances, the life that I live It's really hard for me to go out and work with the missionaries in the evenings. Um, But I love missionary work. I have a fire in my bones to the gospel. And uh, I love doing missionary work, especially within the church. Um, I look around and I see people that are in the church and that have been in the church that uh, need help. And we all need reminders. And that's why I love the word remember. Remember. I know that this gospel in church is from Jesus Christ. I testify that he sits at the head of this church. 
I know that President Russell M. Nelson has been called during this time in dispensation to lead us and guide us. And I know that he is a direct representation of the love that God and Christ have for each of us. That's everybody. I know that the Book of Mormon is true and the most pure of all scripture that we've been given here on earth. I know that the sacrifice of the Lamb is perfect. And because it's perfect, we can be forgiven of all things, for He's already paid the debt. All we must do is just have a broken heart and contrite spirit and come unto Him. The gospel is simple. Don't complicate it. When you've got things going on and you just need to just go back to the basics, pray, read your scriptures, journal, minister, do service, participate in as much as you can. You know, we're here in California and we're still in lockdown, so we can't go to the temples and things, but, you know, I'm trying to do what I can with what's within my control to be on the errand of the Lord. So, if there's anything that I can express today to you as you listen to my voice, find strength in your faith. Find steadiness in your faith. Find your willing heart in your faith and choose to be all in. Focus, have a prayer in your heart Think of Christ and Heavenly Father throughout your days and trust them. Have confidence in them and then just do the best you can to be obedient, to keep the commandments and to do the things that we know to be true and correct so that they can have confidence and trust in us in return. My heart is filled with love for you as only the Spirit can do straight from the Savior Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a wonderful Sabbath day and know how much you're loved. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.